Um, we are uh, going to be talking about worship today. Um, and the title of the sermon is Cartwheels with God, which um, I need just anybody. It doesn't matter. Someone to just like do a real a cartwheel right here real quick. Just one. Yes. Come on. Come through. Oh, wait. Le le look, Leosis, you're going to do a cartwheel too. Like <laughs> just one. You can. It's OK. I mean, more than one person. Just don't do it together. Like <laughs> one at a time. All right. <laughs> OK, go for it. Hey, cartwheels. Let's go. Come on, Nate. Give me a good cartwheel. Okay, let's go. Oh, all right. Let's with the heels. Okay, like, <laughs> okay. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> all right, you guys can have your seats. <laughs> that was awesome. Before we get into the sermon, we did this last time and we're going to go again. Um, I'll, for those of you who weren't here, um, we're going to sing a song together. This is a repeato song. Everybody up. <laughs> Real simple, you just repeat after me. I said a boom, tick a boom. I said a boom, tick a boom. I said a boom, tick a rock a tick a rock a tick a boom. Same song. Second verse. Race car driver style. I said a vroom, tick a vroom. I said a vroom, tick a vroom. I said a vroom, chicka, 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 vroom. Same song. Third verse. Robot style. I said a boom, chicka, boom. I said a boom, chicka, boom. I said a boom, chicka, er, chicka, burp, pop, chicka, boom. Same song. Fourth verse. Monotone style. I said a boom, chicka, boom. I said a boom, chicka, boom. I said a boom, this is me excited, chicka, boom. Same song. Same song. Last verse. Last verse. Preacher man style. Preacher man style. I said a boom, chicka boom. I said a boom, chicka boom. I said a boom, hallelujah. Glory to God, chicka boom. <laughs> All right, you guys can have your seats. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> we're, talk <laughs> we're talking about worship. And cartwheels with God may not make sense right now, but it will by the end. So, even though we're going to 
talk about some specifics, and we're probably going to change a little bit about the way we think about worship. Right now, anybody, what do we imagine when we think of worship? Just anything. Like, just shout it out from where you are. Singing. Dance. Hallelujah. Prayer. Church. Quiet. Sorry. Prayer. Wait, somebody, what, somebody said delightful? A Bible. I was like, delightful is good too. But a delightful Bible. <laughs> so this, this picture, I kind of put together a bunch of people who just look like what we imagine when we're talking about worship. We use Canva, which is an online kind of graphic design platform, and I just typed in worship and these people showed up. <laughs> so it's not like super deep, right? Um, but, and this is an important thing. It, when we come together and we worship God together, oftentimes we are singing. Oftentimes we are dancing. Oftentimes we are praying and kneeling and bowing and using a number of different instruments and tools for our worshiping God together. And that is important. So we're not talking about getting rid of that, but we are talking about what it looks like for worship to be more than that, because worship is more than that. So I asked a few people to come and help me with reading our verses. And so Isaac and Esther and Nathan, can you come on up? And you all can give them a hand as they're on their way up. Sweet beans. Okay, and so um, they're going to read this verse for us, but I'm going to start off by telling us what's happening in the story. So Jesus and his disciples are traveling through Samaria, and Jesus sends the disciples on to go get some food because we're hungry. And Jesus hangs, goes over to a well, and there's a woman who meets him there, and Jesus starts telling her all her business. Okay, some of you know this story. It's, if you have a Bible, it's in John chapter 4, and it's the woman at the well, right? And so Jesus is telling her all about her story. She says, surely you're a prophet. And then she starts asking him a question, and Isaac's going to read that first one for us. So tell me, my name is Isaac. So tell me, why is this that you, that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship? Worship. While we Samaritans claim it is claim it is here as Mount Gerizim, where our ancestors worship. Sweet. My name is Esther. Jesus and Jesus replied, Believe me, dear woman, this time has come when it is no longer a matter whether you worship the Father on the on this mountain or in Jerusalem. My name is Nathan. You Samaritans know very little that the one you worship while the Jews know all about him for salvation comes through the Jews. But the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now. When true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, the Father is looking for those who will worship 
For God's spirit, so these who worship him must worship in the spirit and in the church. Amen. Sweet. Okay, you're going to stay right there for me. Thank you both for reading that with it, and then Nate as well. So Jesus is telling this woman from Samaria by the well that even though there has been some separation in the way you Samaritans and the way the Jews worship and how that takes place, a time is coming and it's actually already here when that really won't matter. Where and how you worship isn't going to be a primary factor in whether or not it's good or it's considered worship. It's going to be that we do so in spirit and in truth. There's a portion, there's a word in there that God is looking for worshipers like that. So this is something that we can take from this portion of scripture. Worshipers worship God anywhere, everywhere, anytime, all the time. Right? It's not just us singing. We can worship God in all that we do. And that's something that can be challenging for us to always remember because if we only think worshiping is singing or dancing or praying when I'm cooking, I might not think I can actually be worshiping God. So a good way for us all, every one of us, to think about what it is to be a worshiper is when I am giving my very best to what I'm doing and I'm using that to glorify God, it's worship. When I'm giving my very best to what I'm doing. So if you are, say, perhaps working on cartwheels, <laughs> that too can be something that we use for worship. How could we use that for worship? That doesn't make sense. Well, aha, say you're working on cartwheels and someone says that, man, you do cartwheels really well. And you can say, man, I prayed about being able to do cartwheels really well because I really wanted to. And God helped me. That's a way to do that. For th sometimes we grow out of thinking that cartwheels are important. We do. But for us adults, doing well at our job may be just as important to someone doing cartwheels on a playground. And whatever we're able to say, I want to do my best at this. And then we glorify God with it. So what's something that we would not necessarily think of as worship, but that we can give our best to and glorify God with? Shout it out. Anything. Sports. Taking out the trash for Jesus. What did you say? Homework. Playing the drums. Cleaning your room. Chores. Instruments. Come through with the chores. Listen. Prophet Nathan has spoken. Okay. Do the dishes for the glory of the Lord. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everything. Sometimes it can be easy for us to think worship is what I do in a group of people on a Sunday. But worship can happen while you're trying out for basketball. Worship can happen while you are talking with your friends at school. 
and they start talking about something that you know doesn't glorify God, and you work to change the subject to something that's good. It's okay. That, ha- that happens. That's who we are as worshipers. So I want Nathan to read this last portion of scripture for me, and then we'll talk about one more thing. Um, but before that, this is a repeato song. <laughs> Everybody up. <laughs> Tarzan. Swinging from a rubber band. Tarzan. Tarzan. Got hit by a frying pan. Ouch, that hurt. Now Tarzan's got the tan. And I hope it don't peel. Like a banana. Wait, Jane! Jane! Speeding like a bullet train. Speeding like a bullet train. Jane! Jane! Got hit by an airplane. Got hit by an airplane. Ouch, that hurt. Ouch, that hurt. Now Jane's got the pain. Now Jane's got the pain. And Tarzan's got that tan. And but I hope it don't peel. Like a banana. Like a banana. Cheetah. Cheetah. Bopping to the beat of. <laughs> Cheetah. Got eaten by an Akita. Now Cheetah is Valvita. And Jane's got the pain. And Tarzan's got that tan. But I hope it don't peel. Like a banana. All right, you guys can have your seats. All right. Now you ready? Sweet. Nathan's going to read Romans chapter 12, verse 1 for us. Go for it. Romans 12, 1. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all he has done for you, let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind will acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Amen. Thank you very much, Nathan. Yeah. Oh, you have a repeat song? Okay. Well, give it to us, brother. Boom, chicka boom? Okay. You going to lead us? Okay. Okay. Go for it. I said a roof, chicka roof. I said a roof, chicka roof. I said a rock, shake a rock, shake a rock, shake a rope. Thanks, Nate. 
We can do impromptu. We can do in the spur of the moment, extemporaneous singing. All right. So the last thing for us to think of out of Romans chapter 12, verse 1 is worship is more than just what we do. We are worshipers. We are worshipers. Worship isn't something just for adults. It's not something just for people who sing in the front. It's not just for pastors or people who pray the best or for people who know scripture in and out. We are worshipers. So as worshipers, it's not that we're just churchgoers, because that would mean that on Sunday, that's the time for worship. As worshipers, we wake up and we give ourselves to God in worship. We go through our day giving ourselves to God in worship. We eat our dinner giving ourselves to God in worship. And before we go to sleep, we give our dreams to God in worship. Because as worshipers, it's how we live to glorify God. So before we move on, I'm going to have Abby start to come on up here. Um, I want you to kind of take a second to think through how is it that this week you can be a worshiper in a way that isn't just singing or isn't just something that has to do with scripture? You want to keep those. Those are important. But how can you give God something you really love and say, Lord, I want to glorify you with this? And that's a part of why Abby is going to be sharing or what Abby's going to be sharing with us now. So I'll like, let her speak. When I started out at school, people thought I was a weirdo for worshiping God. So when I was in class in kindergarten, I was talking to this kid named Trevor, and he especially thought that everything bad was because of God, but really it was because of sin. And I'm here to prove that. And well, when I was born, the doctors said that my mom would never have children, but she did. And my lovely cousins are there sitting behind my brother. Why don't you tell them why the song is important to you, kid? And the song is really important because, well, it aligns a lot with my life and everything that has ever happened. Up until the moment here when I'm with you, it has really aligned so much. And it has helped me believe in myself enough to do this. What do you hope that they can hear about Jesus and how he's important in your life? I hope that you all will find this very interesting and decide to give your lives to God. you weren't beautiful and that you didn't belong in your own skin 
Who said that you were all alone And that you're never gonna find love again So many little words So many little lies That have followed you all of your life Looking for the truth Look into your eyes And you see it's been there the whole time Ooh, even when you were running Even when I love it! Ah. Great job, Abby. Good job, Christina, as well. Uh, okay, so have you started doing that yet, like, on a moving horse? Because I know that that's, like, you, so this happens on a moving horse, fam. Like, <laughs> that is amazing. Um, and it is, right, right, exactly. <laughs> it is a joy to see you use your um, hobby, your skill, to glorify God. So thank you for that. Bet you didn't think that you can worship on a horse, but you can. Um, 
And however it is that God has placed passions in us as we give them to the Lord, they can become worship for us. So let's pray and then uh, we'll head out. God, thank you for all the ways in which you have gifted us with the ability to engage with you. We can sing to you, and we do. We can rap, we can dance, how we can write poems, we can pray, we can sit in silence, we can yell at the top of our lungs how good you are, but we can also be on pogo sticks in a way that glorifies you. We can do vaulting and basketball and drawing and engaging with our friends and anything that you place in our hearts and minds to give our best to, Lord, we can get surrendered to you. And so, God, we do what it says in Romans. We give you our lives, and that is our sacrifice of worship. I love you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.